Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. This is the San Diego wrap-up. Before we get into this thing, race tech, uh, get your motor work done, get suspension work done, give your bikes some love. It'll give you love back. Really super appreciate the guys at race tech for coming on board. Pulp 22 is the code to save. Tell them you uh, listen to Pulp and they'll give you a discount. Motor work, suspension work, they help out a lot of privateer teams as well. Great guys at race tech. They've been doing it for uh, like 40 years. So a long time. They know what they're doing. Race tech service centers all across USA as well. Pulp 22 to save. Thank you. Racetech.com. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continuing gracious support of our sponsors, we're thriving at over 1,800 podcasts delivered with over 20 million downloads. Click the Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's the voice bringing it all to you, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, San Diego Supercross <laughs> Review. Thanks for listening. Appreciate everybody. Lots to get into when it comes to San Diego. We had uh, two first-time race winners. We had a disqualification. Uh, yeah, lots to talk about when it comes to this race. We had a, we had a rider that might have had the red plate if he hadn't had a bike issue. So plenty to get into when it comes to San Diego. Thank you to Fly Racing. Uh, we had the Fly Racing radio show in the pits, and we'll have it. We'll continue to have it at every single Supercross that we can throughout the year. Trey Kennard joined us this weekend. It's usually around 5 p.m. Uh, in the pits, so please check that out. And when you're there, you can see all of the latest and greatest stuff from Fly Racing, from the Formula Helmet to the LE gear to the uh, Kinetic stuff to the Kinetic mesh. Whatever it is, they'll have it there for you to uh, look at and see and all of that. So thank you to Fly Racing. Thank you to Maxis, Renthal, Cobalinks, and Motorsport.com as well on this podcast, Onyx Maps. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Uh, Renthal, more titles than all the other brands combined. And Renthal just won the San Diego Supercross with uh, Chase Sexton. And then they won the race with Jason Anderson, and they won with Ken Roxon. So Renthal is undefeated to start the 2022 Supercross season. Thank you to Renthal, Grips, Chains, Sprockets, Renthal.com for more information. Also, thank you to Maxxis Tires. Look, the SGB Maxxis Honda team, having a rough go of it. We get it. They'll be back. That tire they run, uh, developed by Jeremy McGrath. Perhaps you heard of him. And uh, great mountain bike tires, light truck tires, trailer tires, Maxxis.com. You want to support the sport, you can uh, support those guys through the folks at Maxxis. And we'll tell you more about those other guys later. Uh, with me on the phone to discuss San Diego making a lot of background noise. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, I am uh, staying in Southern California this week, so I'll be here until uh, Anaheim 2. And, yeah, just great racing last night, great football uh, this Sunday. Just a pretty pretty great weekend overall, honestly. All right, just cool it on the background noise. We got a lot of background noise. So I don't have I, – I, there's literally no noise in now, this house. Now there behind is. Behind me, none. But, Zero. 
All right, maybe it was Weege. Also on the line for the I'm voice. I'm in an office all by myself. Like, there's nothing going on in here. Well, you were nothing. doing something. So, uh, on the line. You got to relax on, on uh, accusations. Well, maybe it was Wygant. What's up, Weege? Steve, people can't tell this, but you have a camera on. Mm-hmm. You can see me on FaceTime. Yep. You can see that yep. it's just me sitting here yeah, with you, a green screen it, behind me. It seemed like you were doing nothing. I, I was not doing anything. Thank you. I, I okay. Think it's the, with the, po- the poker chips, JT pushed them all to the center of the table no. five times in the last two minutes of that football game, pushed them back and forth and back and forth. Poker chips. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs just went to the conference final championship game for the fourth year in a row. That game was insane. That was maybe the nuttiest football game I've ever yes. seen in my life. No one wanted to play any defense. It was like seven on seven out there. Uh, crazy, man. Yeah. Congrats to uh, Chiefs Nation. Yeah. I was texting with a Benji Bloss, and I was in uh, a lot when I thought the Bills were going to win. I was asking if if he thought that Jeff Bloss was karate chopping uh, chairs and desks in uh, in Missouri. So uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Hey, but we're, we're going to come through. We waited to the football games be over. We're doing this later than usual, but customer service is a priority. We'll get this podcast for you folks. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's get into it. Uh, yeah, so he told me after the race he was very tired of people asking him and telling him, hey, when are you going to win? Hey, man, you got one coming. You, you know you know you're going to win one of these. Uh, Chase Sexton did it. He, uh, he led 23 laps. He uh, rode pretty much a flawless race, so much so that – I don't have much to talk about with Chase Sexton because I was watching behind him. He was gone. He four second lead. Then it was a six second lead, and, and Weege, he did it. He finally got it. We told, we said it. We thought, well, it wasn't just us because it was many people, but we said he was going to win one multiple races this year, and and Chase Sexton has done it. Yeah, he has done it. Uh, but you know, I I still remember a lot of super talented, really good. Riders moving into the premier class that it seemed inevitable that they would get a win. So I was not taking it for granted. And even when he got the lead, you could see instantly that Eli Tomac is like, I got to get around Marvin now. I got to get around Marvin now. And Eli couldn't, couldn't hang with him. And that is what is impressive to me. I know that, you know, circumstances were probably going to fall together and probably sex was going to win one at some point. But to me, the way he did it, and we'll get to Anderson in a minute. But besides Anderson, he had the rest of these dudes covered. Uh, and I don't think Eli's riding badly by any mm-hmm. means, but uh, this is this is pretty legit right here, and it's probably what everybody was afraid of. Like, you just yeah. know that this guy's got the whole package, and now you're seeing it, and it must be uh oh a little bit. I think for everybody else, is this ninety three? Oh, stop! stop. <laughs> is Calm it? Down. Uh, does he get no. on a run? No. Does he? Okay, all right. I listen. Okay. Someone's got to ask that question because he's yeah, certainly. But you're, you're like smiling as you ask it. Like you know that's a, he's you know that certainly he's certainly fast enough. He's got a great team and a bike, and you know what I mean. And all, like like everything is lined up that he can go on a run. Now, no, it's not no. lined up. He, it, it, everything is everything is not lined up for this to be 1993. This is it's a not. dude. This is a dude who can qualify fastest any single weekend and win any heat race and do every like. And he's a good starter. Like 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 he could. This isn't Blake Baggett at Phoenix. Do you, do you remember how that, dominant oh, McGrath was on the, on the 125? Like, do you have any <laughs> recollection of how dominant he was on the Jeremy McGrath. Does that remind you of Sexton? Jeremy McGrath has two 125 Supercross titles. Guess who else has two 125 Supercross titles? Chase Sexton. You're making yourself look ridiculous. On a right Honda, now. and he's on a Honda. Well, that pretty much seals it right there. And his and his team manager. You, you take that side. I'll I'll, t- I'll take the other side. His team That's manager. Right. You want to take that side? I'll go the other side. His team manager worked for McGrath. 
There we go. I mean, yep. There we go. I'm we have happy. A new... Wait, I'm happy. <laughs> I, whatever money you want to wager on your side, I'm happy to match. Seven seventy-one wins to go. <laughs> so the standard is Sexton, the greatest Supercross rider of all time. That is it. That is the bar here that you set. That is the okay, bar. Let me, Greatest Supercross rider ever. Listen, That's the bar. You guys are, are are manipulating this and working this, and I admire this because sometimes I tend to do this. So I admire that you guys are trying to trap me in a corner like baby. Uh, no, I, you asked the question. Yes, we're saying yeah. no. So I just asked the question, and you guys said no, and we're going to move on. Right. Okay. So that's it. I just asked the question. and But, Weege, the round three winner stat – yeah, I just want to clarify a little bit on that. Uh, I did a video uh, about round three. I have launched my own YouTube channel. And uh, the comments were 100% positive on all of my YouTube videos until strangely, strangely, we had a little rant last week. And uh, I doubled down on that rant on the Pulp Show. Yeah. Night. Oh, oh, you guys oh, remember yeah, this? Yeah, 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 right. So oddly now, about 10% of my comments are people coming at me. Uh, ready to, I think, blow my house up. It's very odd. (laughs) And uh, also, thanks you, everyone, for proving my own point. Making the point perfectly. Thank you. Yes, Yes. that you get this angry over people saying anything about politics, and I cannot, I cannot accentuate this enough. I am very mad at both sides. I am not picking sides. But still, if you want to be angry, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that bled into, yes, uh, I've always had this theory that the first two rounds of the series are just pretty much nutball and crazy and they have very little bearing on the way the rest of the season goes you get to the third round and everybody still thinks they can win everybody's still confident guys aren't nervous anymore most of the riders bikes are pretty close to what they're going to be for the rest of the year if you can win that one you're a pretty legit dude and the stats show i think i five the last six years like round three winner won the title 12 of the last 16 like since four strokes but what I did not say, everybody, is it is a guarantee. I, I am not. Well, I understand if Sexton doesn't win this title, people are going to come at me and be like, what happened to your round three theory? If something happens like 85% of the time, it's still something. I didn't guarantee it. But this is definitely I, – I will. if Sexton had won Anaheim 1, which he could, yeah, I wouldn't be taking it nearly as seriously as winning this one because you know that people ride better. The field is better at round three than they are at round one. I just asked a question and I got verbally assaulted. That's all. So as you should. Okay, uh, JT. So talking with Honda guys after the race and talking to Sexton and talking to Kenny and and you know with the recorder on and with the, with the recorder off and that kind of stuff. The Oakland crashes in the whoops were a very alarming thing for both riders, and they got to work on the bikes. And we saw Sexton with some new clamps this weekend. Sexton mentioned some frame changes. Um, Kenny talked about it, not being where they want to be, and 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 still not, Kenny, from the sounds of it, perfect. We've had three races with three big whoops. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. You probably need to clarify frame changes because that's going to just spark up all kinds of things. That's true. No, they cut up the frame. Absolutely, they cut it up. No, I'm just kidding. They add, Stop it. Look, you can you can add material to the frame, and you can brace a frame. It, it, you know, anything like that, uh, a production yep. frame. And then so, you can remove some of those braces too. Yeah, and you can. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, um, right. so yeah, funny. Like, so we just watched the Oakland thing, and Kenny goes down on the whoops, and that's weird, right? And he almost gets decapitated, and that's weird. And Sexton goes down, and but yeah, talking to those guys after the races, like they're like, we got work to do in whoops on our bike and strangely enough 
for the first time in maybe the history of aluminum frame motocrossers, these bikes are flexing too much, is what I'm getting. Wow. Yes. I was yes. about to go on a rant of like the answer always ends no, up being make I, the bike less rigid. Yes. It actually flipped. I, it's, it's flipped, Weege. Uh, it's <laughs> Finally. Tw- 25 years after the induction <laughs> introduction of the 97 CR250, we are flipping. Uh, uh, yeah, so that that's something they're working on is trying to get some uh, less flex in the uh, in the chassis in the whoops to make it work better. And you know, Sexton said it was better, and he's running some different clamps. And JT, you know from uh, you know you know uh, to put clamps to put an aftermarket set of triple clamps on a factory bike is not an easy thing to do through the no. politi- through the political Plus layers of tape. yeah. What's yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Lots the, of red tape. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, big. So big changes with the bikes, JT, and they're better in the whoops. Well, and, and I think they, you know, the wind is going to kind of reinforce some of the the direction they took this week, right or wrong. Right, it's easy, very easy to get confirmation bias off of one result. Um, but I think more importantly for me, I you know, I don't care kind of what the changes are, better, worse, whatever. I'm pretty surprised that they were this far off or, you know, from what it sounds like, um, you know, they don't, they don't typically miss so much, especially on the, I, I guess what the point I'm getting to is the second year on a motorcycle to be where they're like, man, we're, we're really far off right now. Like that, that doesn't happen all that often. First year. Yes. Right. You get to the race conditions and you're just like, man, we, we guessed wrong. We were going down the wrong road, but second year you, you tend to have worked a lot of those bugs out already. Okay. So, that's this is why you and me are two of the smartest people around because I asked that same question. I'm like, wait, like this is the second year. You don't usually see this. And and the uh response I got, well, if you think about it, Mathis, the whoops about halfway through Supercross were all pretty soft and jumpers. We didn't come to California, we didn't have the hard pack stuff. We had uh, a lot of ruddy jump sections and and until we got to about Orlando and those uh, speedway races, we didn't really know we had a problem. And then by that time, you're chasing it, right? You're in the throes of the season. And I'm like, okay, makes it, that's a point. But yeah. Uh, but still, there's so uh, much time between then and now, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just, yeah. You asked, yeah. The, it's funny that you asked the exact same I, I question. Know, I, I mean, yes. Right. I still would be like, man, I, they're really smart technicians. You know, the riders have really good feedback. It's just, it, it's still surprising to me. That's all. Wow. I wonder, though, uh, yes, it is true that this is harder packed dirt maybe than some of the races because we didn't have California races last year. But these have been pretty gnarly whoops at all three rounds compared to what we've seen. So I wonder if teams in general, especially seeing Webb always pulling the trick where, ha-ha, you're good at whoops, but it doesn't matter by the time the main event comes around. I wonder if everyone's kind of just moved in a general direction of setting up the bike to blitz super deep whoops doesn't, it's not number one on our priority list anymore. And maybe everybody just moved away in general from focusing on that. And they, these each week has been worse. Like, they keep getting more and more legit. These whoops are legit. What do you think, JT? Don't they seem gnarlier than the trend has been in whoops last five yeah, years or so? Yeah, they're really tough. Uh, I, I don't think there's any question about that. Um, you know, the both sets, really, the, the, especially the set after the finish line, was just incredibly difficult at A1. Uh, San Diego's were really, really difficult as well, especially practice. I mean, they were brutal for a lot of guys. We saw more crashes in the whoops than we've seen in years uh, during qualifying sh- sessions. So 
I don't know where that slots in as far as testing or bike setup or any of that goes, but the fact remains that these whoops have been really tough on guys the first three, two or three rounds anyway. The, you didn't walk the track, did you, JT? I did, I did. Oh, did you see how much bigger the last four or five were? It's weird. Uh, yeah, I, I, so I walked in the afternoon, um, but I did notice that. You know, they were already worked in and, and oh, okay. super cupped out and, all, you know, beat to hell. Um, uh, the- but you know getting down there on the ground floor even in those that those conditions going into the last qualifying round no thank you on any of those yeah like i don't want any part of those as a rider yeah trey canard tell us as much too and he's a badass dude on a dirt bike and he's like yeah i see those things and i don't want anything to do with them um but yeah the last four or five were significantly bigger than the last than the first 11 or 10 or whatever how many there was i'm it's really weird but anyways uh so yeah sexton gets the win and now he doesn't have to answer that question. Hey, man, you're super fat. You're certainly fast enough, man. You know, but uh, good job to him and, well, and the team. Well, and we, we need to, just uh, speaking of Kennard, we need to really give him some credit because in our fly racing radio show, which it, it's it's Pulpamex, let's be honest. But Oh, whoa. Uh, at our oh no, why, show, JT? Yeah. Why would you oh, say this? Wow. Well, well, oh, oh. No, I don't, I, it's never been a personal thing. I'm just trying to pump fly racing at the races because we spend a lot of money for the right to do so. It's not a it's not a personal thing, uh, but Trickenard mm-hmm. was our Thank guest, you. and yep, Trickenard was our guest, and he was very transparent with the fact that I feel Chase Sexton's different. I feel like he's matured, and I feel that if you let him get out front like he did at the finale, he's going to be gone, and it's going to be a completely different dynamic than it was last May. And, and he was right; he was dead on. You didn't see Trey give, or excuse me, you didn't see Chase Sexton give an inch. That doesn't mean that Jason Anderson might not have had something to say about that, but you can only race who's in front of you, and Sexton did everything that was asked of him, and he got his first win. So I just wanted to give a little tip of the cap to Kennard, to Kennard because he basically you know, called a shot like three yeah, hours early. He did. He did. Uh, Anderson wasn't catching Sexton. He, he, you look at the lap I don't time. know if he was or not. Nah, I, I looked at the lap times Sexton earlier. Could, yeah. And, and Sexton was faster in the majority of the laps. Uh, Jason had him a couple laps. Yeah, I'm not sure. going to take anything away from Sexton. I just yes. want to – just mention that Anderson was on the move. Anderson like, was catch them, I don't. I don't Anderson was going to get second. Do we all agree on that? I I do think oh, that. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. he was going to get Tomac. Yeah, he got Tomac. Oh, he already passed him. Did he get? Yeah, Tomac? he was gone. Oh, he checked out. Oh, okay. he checked out on Tomac. Yeah, yeah. He, so, he took. So he took the lead from seven to five and a half. I think by the time he got to second. Yeah, he was starting to close. I don't think he would have closed enough. No, but I do think the last couple of laps he needed to make. Right. Yeah. He needed to make up six seconds over the course of eight minutes. Right. That's what it came down to. And I don't know if he would have been that fast, but the, the difference in pressure of Sexton, who has been trying to bring this thing home, it would have been yeah. a lot more pressure to deal with. So uh, who knows what would have happened. Wow. Well, again, if you look at the lap time, Sexton was faster the majority of the lap. So, but anyways, yes. What, ha- um, what, was it, what was happening before, you know, those laps where Anderson finally got clear, though, good grief was he moving. Because he just absolutely checked out on Tomac. Yeah, he, like two or three laps. yeah, it looked like he did a uh, forty-eight. Uh, I just pulled him up forty-eight nine to to uh, forty-eight nine to Chase's forty-nine two one lap. That was a big one, um, and then but after that, Chase was basically kind of staying the same. So okay, um, but I, I, I wanted to mention too on the Tomac thing. Uh, you know, Tomac's great, doing great, right? I think this is arguably his best January to date, and that that is important for everyone. And and if you are Fancying yourself a championship contender, you should be very mindful of that because it only seems to get better from here for you, Isomac. 
But I would question when Tomac has gotten a good start, when Tomac is, you know, by all intents and purposes, riding well, which I think we would all agree he was, he was riding well, he gets second. When was the last time you saw someone come from behind, pass him and absolutely check out on him? Like that, that, I don't know of many times, if any, no, where I'd be like, yeah, that, that's commonplace. It's happened now for, like it happened last year. We saw it last year a few times, and we talked about that. Where Eli Tomac was out front, like second place. I mean, oh, just just getting caught man, and just know. getting caught and passed. It, it's happened. Uh, we had the uh, same. But I'm saying, like, where he's having a good, where you would consider a good race. I've seen it happen, like Orlando, where Roxon passes him, whatever. But I'm talking about where he's having a really good race. He's moving forward. He looks like he's clicking off good laps, and then he gets passed and just absolutely has nothing for the, mm. the likes of Jason Anderson. It just doesn't. I, I haven't seen that very often. No, I'm with you, JT. I'm with you. Um, and like I said, when he got around, I feel like t- he and Sexton were waiting for the race to come to them. They had Marv in front of them. And then Sexton got yep. Marv, and then Tomac went like nuke, like, I've got to get around Marv right, right now and try to roam with this yeah. dude. And then I'm watching the laps, and I'm like, oh, Sexton is just putting time on him. Like, I was bracing myself for like, oh, this is going to be good, Sexton versus Eli, and it didn't materialize. And yes, yeah. it's dumb. Eli's the points leader. Everything you said is true. He gets better as the year goes on. We're not saying panic button. By any means. But it is rare for the top-end speed. He just didn't quite have the top-end speed of at least two other guys, it, which usually isn't a problem. Is this just time marching on? Yeah. I mean, I, Steve, I think that's what you're getting at, right? Absolutely, yeah. I think he's not he's not the same guy. And this is this happened last year, you know? Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, you know, he's still good enough to beat everybody other than Jason Anderson and Sexton on this night. So, um, you know, it's just not quite – yeah, as dominant, but um, let's go back to Anderson for a second. Um, obviously, you know, you can't give him the points at Anaheim. You can't give him the points here, but uh, this dude should be winning. This, this, this is legit now. This is for real. He was, I mean, we just finished talking about it. He was really good in San Diego and takes a second and takes the red plate. We think it's a radiator cap, right? Is that what we're hearing? Do we have anything new? I, that seems really weird to me. So I got a couple of texts out, but yeah. I heard – so I, I talked to a Kawasaki uh, technician employee this morning, and he didn't say cap. He did say radiator. Um, yeah. So we all think it's radiator cap, but it was definitely a radiator issue. So yeah, it no matter what. doesn't seem like it would be a cap. Like caps are – you know, I never wired mine. I don't think many guys do. Once you put them on, pretty damn hard to get out, um, especially on the – on the bikes nowadays where their shrouds almost come over top of them, you know? Um, but yeah, massive bummer. I was just kind of thinking that it may be, you know, contact the radiator flexes that breaks the seal of the, the radiator being on and then off uh-huh. she comes. I, I don't know. And he's got a twist in just the right, right way. Yeah. I, I don't know. And it was coming from the side of the bike, not from where the radiator cap is. So, right. You know, it could have been something like halfway down the radiator, cracking and popping and whatever you know i mean it, it could have been the side that he hit kenny with although he didn't really hit kenny but uh, I, I don't know i don't know what, well, what happened he, but. i watched it i watched the replay today and, and there's zero possibility that it was from the rocks and thing yeah none yeah. like absolutely not uh, it was somewhere but it wasn't yeah. there so uh but but weege anderson man wow well, first on this uh, radiator thing, the reason it's significant and we're trying to find out so badly is because the instant response from everyone is like, well, Tomac's bike used to smoke, and now he gets to ride by Anderson's Kawasaki smoking 
Um, and the reason the radiator thing is key is because that's this has nothing to do with this is not the same thing that Tomac had when his Kawasaki would smoke. That was the clutch. And I don't believe when Tomac's bike would do that, I don't believe it ever actually slowed him down, right? It looked weird, but I don't think it ever resulted in, you know, impacting his results, right? Does, correct me if I'm wrong. Does anyone remember that? No, like, I don't think so. I mean, unless you count so. a slipping clutch later in a race or something, you know. I mean, maybe it, it was, yeah. but it was never yes, a significant, was, like, Eli no. started falling through the no. pack no. like Anderson no, did. No, 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 um, no. And it was so I just want to – yeah, go ahead. Well, Anderson, that's it. Anderson, you know, looks down. He's smoking. He doesn't do the triple. He doesn't do the finish line. Then he does the finish line. Then he does the triple. You know, he's kind of like was like wary of it. Then he was okay with it. And then he was wary of it again. Like it was a weird – and I'm not putting myself in his shoes because, yeah, you know, the last thing you want is a thing to lock up. But Anderson handled it weird too. He wasn't always slow, right? Like just sometimes he was slow when he was thinking about it or, or when so the was, bike did something, I was, you know? I was thinking about this. Do you think it was starting to, you know, make – metallic sounds like when a bike gets really hot you start to hear stuff making noise that it shouldn't yeah. be making right yeah. all the metals expanding because it's getting so hot stuff is grinding on each other that it shouldn't be um that to me that's what i was imagining in my mind is that when he heard the bike making noise he's yeah. like oh man i i'm gonna kill myself here yeah. if, I, if i don't back this down and then yeah. when it wasn't making noise he's like i must be okay yeah yeah no absolutely he did a couple 55s then he's doing 51s then he did a 55 and then he did a 51 you know, so, yeah, it was, you know, we're not in our sh in his shoes. So, yeah, it could have been super weird noises or something. But, uh, but we, yeah, Jason Anderson, uh, obviously, I think he was the story outside of Sexton. Like, this guy should have the red plate right now. And, and yeah. he's maybe riding better than ever. Uh, yeah, because, look, the history and uh, credit to, I don't know the guy's name. He does the floor reporting for the TV show. I don't know what his name is. Uh, but he, anyway, he, he's he was TV working. He, Christian. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't Will, and it's not RC, and it wasn't Lee Diffie. There was another guy. I don't remember oh. his name. Well, I thought he had audio issues. I thought he was a big part of the problem with the audio. It's probably his fault. I mean, on Peacock, the audio worked, so I'm not going to take any shots here. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I guess it didn't work on television or something. Um, anyway, that guy, I don't, his name slips my mind, but he uh, had a report at the beginning of the race of how long these guys have raced each other. You know, Barsha, Mookie. Uh, Anderson and Tomac, you know, raced in the 65 division at Loretta's. And I made that point a million times, like Barsha and Tomac and Anderson, they've been racing each other. And JT, you know how this works, right? Like, that's just the way this sport works. Like, if you're fast, you're going to race the same dudes that are fast at your age your whole life. Yep. It's just the way the sport goes. So in the amount of times that Anderson and Tomac have raced, I mean, seriously, how many times has Anderson blown by Eli Tomac, like, since they were 10 years old. Anderson's a great rider. He's a champion. He's won races at the highest level. But still, the amount of times oh. that he's just left Eli in the dust, it's crazy. I don't have many for you. Think about... Think about <laughs> yeah, yeah think besides about, weirdo Eli nights where Eli was yeah. just yeah. doing terrible and got eighth, I don't know. Like, And that was, was my point. Good. Yeah, that was my point earlier, is the nights where Eli looks good, you don't see that. You no. just don't see that. No. So Anderson is... My God, is he good? And I always wondered. I mean, obviously the guy is great talent, is a great racer. I just always wondered. I'm like, is he willing to just like take this thing by the throat anymore? And uh, I cannot question that anymore because dude was on a mission. I mean, by the way, he also passed Webb and he also passed Roxon, and you couldn't see it on TV, but he passed a couple other. He wasn't he ninth? I think it was ninth. Ninth, yeah. So he passed seven dudes, like good riders. 
And think, and think about, too, like Anderson from New Mexico and Eli from uh, Southern Colorado and just that whole growing up. And, Good point. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Yeah, like I think just, it's only an hour and a half or yeah, something like just, where they lived. Right. Just think about all that, too, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, man, Anderson is way, way, way good, and the points are super tight, like seven points between six guys or something. Kenny brought that up after the race about how he should be super bummed at his race, but he's like, I'm, I'm, six, point, I'm six points out, you know? Uh, wow. So he's got a point there for sure. Uh, and uh, Anderson, so, yeah, Anderson should have got second. Tomac third. Anderson's great. Eli rode really well. Uh, Dylan Ferrandez, he got a start. Rode well, got third. Um you know, uh, Webb was catching him at some point, and then uh, he kind of stabilized that and took home a third and Blue Crew 2-3. And, you know, again, for as bad as Ferrandez's year has – the first two races went, now he's on the box. And, yeah, it's fine. It's all good. He looks great. So whatever he had to do, do that again. Although his start in his heat race, not good. Not good. <laughs> you're just like – you're like, oh, my God, this guy with his starts. He's like 15. Well, and that's, you know. that's the problem is the inconsistency, right? We all know he's going to get it right a couple times, you know. But if you want to be a championship contender, it's got to be more than a couple times to, to really – not in this field anyway. Yeah. Who was uh, who was worried about Cooper Webb after practice? No, I'm good. Are you I, good? That, all uh-huh. those, yeah, yeah. That, that all left my system uh, in 2019. I, I, he finally broke – that where i'm like ooh, i don't think this is going to work out and then how many times do i have to watch him whole shot and win after those afternoons before i finally am out I, i'm just yeah. out on that entire theory yeah i guess i mean roxon got him he, uh he got roxon back uh anderson got him in the main uh Ferrandis got by him you know he's kind of getting shuffled mookie had caught him at one point but in the end he he did what he had to do to get fourth like he picked it yeah. up and yeah but but i was like oh boy well, I, ha- I have a theory on this. Um, so, you know, my theory in the 250 class, I think you have to you have to win races. There's just no other way around. It. You have to win because the field is so weak that you need every point. There's there's not gonna there are not gonna be nights where you can make up a ton of points because everybody's too close because you can crash and still get third. In the 450 class, you have double the rounds. So for a guy like Webb, you know, a guy like Tomac, all they really need to do early in the series is just hang around. Just be pretty good. You don't have to win. Hell, you don't even have to be on the podium. Just get third, get fourth, you know, maybe throw in a second like Webb did at the opener. And guess what? You're going to be a couple of points out of the lead going into February. Mission accomplished. Nobody's talking about you. Everybody's questioning if you're fast enough. You haven't really done much of anything, but guess what? You're almost in the points lead. And that's exactly where Cooper Webb sits. And before this weekend, that's where Eli Tomac sat. So I think they're just fine. I don't think they're stressing at all. And I'm not worried about it all because we've seen this before, man. We've seen them just get through these first rounds and then the cream rises to the top once we get past halfway and then guess what these guys are doing all the winning uh we how much you want to bet that they made some changes for the night show for webb's bike because on the hot lap he they pulled everybody over to pull off the after the hot lap to to, to miss the whoops and webb just kept going and hit the whoops like full speed <laughs> Like, yeah, uh, I'm just going to test this. Yeah, it's pretty funny. That reminds me, actually, here's the here's the Mendoza line to prove to everybody how gnarly the whoops have been this year. I have never seen this. They've had to create uh, a yellow flag, like, caution lane because so many riders go choose to go around the whoops, and even the best riders, even in the seated practice. 
So many riders go around the whoops in these practices that they have to have a series of yellow flaggers to like let them know, like, okay, no one's blitzing the whoops. You can go now. I've never had seen them have to set that up, and they have to set that up in every round now because so many riders are just going around the whoops. It's like you only do it on a couple of laps. Uh, so, yeah, that's interesting that, that Webb did that. But I have to say, we heard a lot about Webb was going to finally figure this whoops thing out this year, and it was the problem in this race. He wasn't bad. Yeah. But he definitely yep. was losing time. Yep. Um, yeah, it wasn't, but on the, wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. But on the good side for him, the SOB still has that last five minutes, that magical five minutes. Now, it wasn't the difference between winning, like a lot of times it is. But, dude, we know Ferrandis is ferocious late in the race, right? Like, you know, the fans come to the races with Dylan Danger's on signs. Like, we know. Right. They chant it. They sell Stop T-shirts. It. I mean, it's no, the... Nobody does. You did this. Yes. You did this, Weege. The nickname has just swept the, the world. But late in the race, against Ferrandis, who's as tough as it gets down the stretch, Webb was catching him. And I'm like, man, he just can't help himself. He's And as long as he's got that in his back pocket, it helps yep. you know, prevent every night from being a disaster. And uh, that's like to JT's point. He's just going to be able to stay oh. in it. And if that you, helps a lot. If you want to point to disaster, the number 25 on the same bike as Coop. Has to be wondering. What the hell what, happened in the main event? I don't know. He led three laps. He but looked look, good. Look, like, right. But you look at, okay, You if you want to tell me going into the weekend that the whoops are just going to be brutal, like the, the nastiest whoops we've seen in a long time, longest out of the year, and Marvin had a really tough main event, I would be like, yeah, all that makes sense. But then you're going to tell me that he was really fast in, in practice. He, he was third in one session when the whoops were really tough. Then he is all over Cooper Webb to win the heat race. Then he's leading the main event for three laps, and he looks like he has a chance to run away with the damn thing. None of that should ever result in him fading back to 10th from there. I do not have an explanation for what happened. Yeah. I have none. wasn't good. Yeah, he was getting shuffled. Almost, like there has and, to be something that went on. Something. And when he, well, I have a text out. We'll see if I get a reply. But uh, when he was winning, his whoop speed was good. No problems. Three lap, you know, looking good. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then when he was getting dropped, his whoop speed went down as well. And you're just like, what is going on here? So, yeah, very, very <laughs> mysterious um, race. And not good for Marvin Muscan, for sure, at all. Um, Tomax got the red plate, by the way. No laps. Yeah. Zero laps led. Zero wins. He's got the red plate. Cool season yep. so far to have that, you know? So Yeah, yeah and the, the same the... guy who does the TV that I don't remember his name, he does the press conferences too. Uh, he pointed out that that's the earliest that uh, Tomac's ever had the points lead. So. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, has he ever had it this early? Yeah. Nope. So, yeah, if you're Eli and Yamaha, you're stoked. Although, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sexton's going to win. This Sexton's... is definitely not a, oh, man, is this Yamaha thing going to work out? Like, yeah. he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Although, Sexton's winning the next 14. Speaking oh, okay. of the Yamaha, speaking of the Yamaha out front, uh, Amart, we in the heat race. Oh, wow! Oh, unbelievable! Wow! When I got out to interview, and I got in the pits to interview a certain number ten, all he wanted to talk about at first was the troll train leading, because he knows, <laughs> he knows what's coming. So before oh, we, this is this is just for voting. I think he's worried. I think he's. Oh. Okay, okay. I think he's setting, you know, he's setting the tone, that 10. He knows. So, uh, Troll had a rough start to the day. His very first lap. Weege, did you see this? 
No. Oh, I saw the no, video. I saw the aftermath. I saw I some saw of the you uh, did, changes it. that had to be made. The video's good. Do you have your phone in front of you? Yeah. Go look at Troll Train's... Was it a story? I think it was a story. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's Chain Snapped, right? No. Uh, I thought his bike locked up. Well, he has no chain on his no, bike. No, it was a sprocket. It was sprocket. sprocket. So, JT, okay. you're, you're pretty much right. Yeah. Uh, no, the sprocket bolt came out. Right. I've had that happen, and it's not a fun time. Um, uh, sprocket yeah. bolts back out. It breaks the... Basically rips the so, hub in half. It, the chain comes off. Everything goes wrong quickly. It was. Uh, it's on his Instagram. That's the first lap of the very first practice of the day, everybody. Oh my God! Troll just goes flipping through the whoops. I wonder if he's running. Uh, I always, if you ever run titanium bolts and titanium nuts on your sprocket, they will not stay tight. No matter what you do, I don't care what you have, wow. Loctite, whatever, they won't stay tight. It's not true, but I know what you're saying. Yes, guys do have. That's trouble. what happened to me. Uh, like Dan, Dan was about to quit. You know the sport because he couldn't get these damn things to stay tight. Tie breaks easier than steel too. They they shear, so that could be a problem too. They could have sheared off, but um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, Troll leading the heat, and then he almost cleaned out Barsha uh, in the heat when he screwed up in the whoops, and Barsha moved to the ride, and the Troll moved to the ride, and oh god, we almost had a big one with those two guys. Uh, all right, back to the main event though. Mookie fifth. Uh, what's Mookie gone to start the year? Like seven five five. I feel sounds right. Something sounds like that. Right. Yeah, seven six five, seven five five. Yeah, like yeah. So, been right there. Uh, I remember when Mookie had one top five to his name in four fifty Supercross. You know, a couple years ago. So um, yeah, but they remember uh, like he had that year where he unfortunately broke his femur early when he was going unbelievably fast, and then it was like the goal the next year. He just kept talking about seventeen rounds, and yeah. then you were joking that he had become like the new Mike Larocco. He had just become this rock solid fifth yeah. to seventh, just going to get to the finish in every race. So are we still getting that, actually? It's the rock-solid you know Malcolm Stewart. He has not been like, holy shit, Mookie Fever in the whoops. He's good. He's good in there. He was, but he's not, I th- you know. I think he's taken a step, though, towards, like, for, for me, what my analysis has been on him is he's he's got the 17-round thing, right? You need, you need to have uh, consistency, which will create longevity. But now he's got to start working that speed in that he possesses. And I think we're starting to see it. Like I, I'm seeing flashes of it. Uh, it. It's not everything he's got because I think that results in injuries. But I, I think he looks better this year than he has been. It just the, the results aren't quite there. But I think it's coming. Yes. I, I've seen a little bit more flash than I've seen in past years. Like A1, right? Those, those qualifying yeah. sessions, we haven't seen that from him. And we did. AP 6th. Uh, Ken Roxon seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Kenny. There's just a level of, as we get to these positions back here, there's always this level of, of start cross to accommodate for. Yeah. You know, his start was not nearly as good as it was at uh, Oakland. And his result, I mean, six isn't bad, but it's not the podium, but mm. that's probably 80% start, I'd say. I don't think Ken was too happy with Anderson, but to me, you know, I mean, he's like, ah, he didn't need to take. Kenny said Anderson doesn't need to take him that, that wide. And I'm like, yeah, I guess, but I'm not, you know, I'm not coming down on Anderson for that, you know, but I think Kenny was a little upset. So, yeah, um, and I get it. That, but yeah, sometimes things happen. Uh, Anderson eighth, probably the fastest guy through three rounds. Uh, so yeah, Jason Anderson is five points out of the lead, so no problem there if you're Anderson and, and Cowie and everybody. Uh, Bar- he only loses eight points over if he had finished second. So I know yeah. like people are losing their minds on Twitter, like they just blew the championship for him. I mean, eight points isn't nothing, but you know, when you hear, 
a pro- mechanical problem, like your mind instantly goes to 26 points. Yeah. Uh, and he gained a position because of Ryder was penalized, which I'm sure we're about to get to. So it only ended up being eight. Yeah. That's not a disaster. So I've been trying to find some video of Barsha's pass on Bogle in the main event. The press box, the berm to the, after the finish uh, obscured everything, so you couldn't see that turn. But I did see Bogle go flying out of the turn and then get up and bend over, and like he was, he was in big-time big pain. I didn't know what happened. Uh, and then I talked to Brayton after the race, and, and I'm like, did you see it? Brayton's like, oh, yeah. I was right behind him. And JB was like, it wasn't good. Um, and so Bar- he said Barsha was going around and uh, making, a lot of, making a lot of room for JB. <laughs> so, Weege, I'm sure you like that part. Yeah, Barsha fan. Yeah. I, 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 this is great. <laughs> yeah. This is a- <laughs> Brayton we got our was, offense clicking. We got our fullback creating room. Yeah, I creating think, holes. I think Barsha was 14th or 15th. I saw uh, the initial timing. So Brayton was like, "Yeah, he was causing chaos, and I was getting dudes." And and then he teed Bogle up, and uh, and then Bogle waited and got him back. And then JT. No, 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 no. Just, just stole. Why are you? Uh-oh. Why are you attacking people I'm on not, Twitter? I, I, I apologize to him. I apologize. Came in a little hot. Yeah, you my did. issue, my issue, and for those that don't go on Twitter, a lot of people don't like Twitter or whatever. I went after Ricky for his analysis on television that he's saying that Bogle simply stalled it, then his bike restarted, and in his attempt to get a run for the whoops, he ran into Barsha. Which, listen, I, I've seen a lot of things in my life. That's not what happened. So I, when I saw. This clip, I lost it. I could not believe that that's the take. Because I've had to sit through years of bunching. I've had to sit through some really, really terrible takes in this sport. And I just I, I just it, lost it a little bit. I didn't like it. Weege, the tweet was out of line. It was shockingly hostile from JT Thank toward you. Ricky Carmichael. I, I couldn't believe. I'm like, man, was, somebody really gave it to Carmichael. Way. And I'm like, oh, wait, it was JT. There was some hyperbole in there, but uh-huh. I I felt like, I mean, I really, like, I, I don't back away from the fact that I'm like, come on, man. Like, really, I, I, I would tell him that to my face. Like, come on, you but, are okay. better than that. Wait. At no point when I watched that did I ever think for a possible second that he stalled it and then happened to bump start his bike right back into the line and then knock Barsha down. Like, that would never, ever, ever, ever cross my mind, ever. Hold on. Clearly. And, and throwing this one, JT. When he hit him, he never looked back like, oh, crap, what happened? He never was Listen, like, oh, it, it, bad. And I'll, I'll lay it out why, okay? There, there are several things that would tell you why he didn't – this didn't happen the way. Like, So he goes through the, the dragon's back, right? The normal line, everybody would go through. You blitz the line. You land on the left. You go to the berm. You get a run for the whoops. That's, that is the only line for this section. He doesn't do that. He moves to the right. Then he presses the rear brake through the middle of the corner. Not really what you would want to do. Peeks to his left to see where Barsha is entering the apex and then gooses it straight. Like, gooses it. Really, yeah, he, it's really straightforward. And I don't know. You know, Ricky knows more about racing and racecraft and all that than I'll ever know. I understand that. And that's why that's a big reason why I came in so hot is because I know that I know how smart he is and I know his credentials. 
and he knows this sport inside and out. Oh. So that was like, come on, man. Like, if it was somebody that I didn't have any respect for, I'd just be like, okay. yeah, what do, you, what do you expect? Like, what do you expect? When do I get but to? That's def- not. That's when, not what I think. Right. When do I get to defend Ricky Carmichael? Right now. Okay. So used to doing this over the years. It's about time. Oh. Um, yes, you guys always been tight. It, 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 it's an it's a crazy take. I'll give you that. It, it's weird to have that take. But if you never see the takeout and you don't know what happened to him, what are you supposed to say if Ricky doesn't know anything about the takeout and he sees yep. that on TV? Does he? Admit- what are you supposed to say? Well, supposed are you to supposed say, to assume? It's really weird. Okay. Like, I, that doesn't add up but, to me. No, something, no. Yeah, yeah. You can. There's something fishy wait, there. You know Yeah, you can. You like, ask the question. I answer. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think you can accuse someone of doing what Justin Bogle did without really knowing it. Like you and I know that, and we 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 were watching it on the track. Okay. We, so Ricky doesn't know any of that. I think you don't want to accuse someone of that. No, but you, but you, sh- but you should right. be a little bit, huh? That was odd, uh, Lee. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's all. I, that's all I'm asking for. I'm, all I'm asking for is to not say he stole it, then accidentally <laughs> ran. To me, that is just okay. There's no way, but, like you should. That should be your take. Is all I'm saying. Judge Wygant. I'm not saying you gotta. I'm not saying you gotta okay. go in hot and say he went out blatantly, like because that's that's too accusatory, right? Like right. You, that's you what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but because he knows enough to be like, man, that didn't look right. Like there's something going on there. We need to we need to kind of get to the bottom of that. I would be good, like no problem. Judge Wygant, do does what happened justify JT's her, her heinous tweet towards Ricky? Clark I did apologize. Okay, for, let's let's make that clear. I did apologize. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the argument of like uh, things happening in a vacuum, arguments mm. happening in a vacuum. Yep, and I think that's actually the crux of this situation here. I understand your point, Steve, like, and obviously I've done a lot of TV, like you're really careful when you know you don't have all the facts of yes. really coming down on something uh, alive in the heat of the moment. So right. I'm sure that was the situation there. So I get that. But JT, I believe you are not just judging this in a vacuum. I think in general, we all have a, come on, man, we know you've got more that you're not sharing with us. You know, you are the smartest, the best r- racer ever. And you know the sport is not out. Like you're saying, JT, if, if he knows, if Carmichael knows more than you, he definitely knows more than me. I want to learn more. So I think that's where JT is coming from. A little bit of like, I know you're you're oh, never quite giving me everything you've got. I, I agree. And now I'm mad. No, I agree. I'm just saying the yes. tweet was a little much. I'm, I'm, I agree with JT. Oh, yeah. The, the tweet. Enough, JT, I, I, I think you agree. The, you came in. The, the, I, the, I, the I know tweet, I agree. My, yes, my only thing, Judge Wygant, was Ricky's misinterpretation. I don't know if deserved that that sort of tweet. No, it was it was shocking. It was a shocking <laughs> level of. Attack. That's where I'm well, at. I was coming off of. I had had probably two or three coffees and pre workout. <laughs> okay. Already wow. that morning, so I was um, tingling with energy. Yeah, right? yeah so you were. And I just my fingers just started typing. And they were. I mean, they everybody, were, they were it all was caps. all caps. All caps. Yes, <laughs> please, please tell me you did not think this, RC. Right. Um, it was shocking. Okay. Was so, shocking. Uh, yes. Bogle gets DQ'd. Brayton, who look, I don't want to, I don't want to get Weege all excited here, but I have a lot of respect for Justin Brayton and and his opinion Same. on, oh, thank you, on racing and, and things like that. And he knows the game and he and he's dishes it out and he's gotten it. And he was shocked at that pass of Barsha on Bogle. Like so, so it was bad. I haven't seen the video. I'm trying to get a video. Uh, I tweeted Will Hahn 
You know what I mean? So I'm trying to get this video. Uh, Hep doesn't have it, and, and I know people have Hep seen doesn't it. have it. Hep doesn't have it. That's our only hope. I don't know. It's out there, I don't though. know why, if you're the Detroit Lee Designs team, you'd be sharing this. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they should. But um, uh, uh, anyway, so so none of us have seen it, um, but Brayton, who I trust, and JT, I'm sure you're the same boat as me, like like he, you know, he calls it like it is, I feel like. He said it was bad. So Bogle, what Bogle did, um, you know, I, I'm going to have Bogle on the Pulp Show uh, Monday night and, and talk to him about it. I agree with the DQ. Like, I, I know Barsha's got the rep, and I'm sure it was dirty because Brayton said that. But you can't have guys roaming around the track slowly if they feel like they got taken out wrongly and launching their bikes at dudes to, to ruin their races. Like, like imagine if we just if we all did this. Like, I've like, only done it once. I've only done it once in my right. once in my career. Right. I did it in an LCQ in Germany. I got, I got fined a hundred euros for it. Right. Right. So, uh, but yeah, it's out of line. I think I think the AMA and, and there's a lot of pushback because it's Barsha, right? And, and he's like freeze and 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 all that stuff. So. I understand it, but you just can't do that if you're Bogle. You you own one, get them later or or whatever you got to do. But I, I'm I'm okay with the DQ. Um, you know I, well, I'm okay mention, with it. So not to mention you're doing it to the guy with the red plate. Well, I don't care about that. But uh, I know you don't care, but I, I think that does carry weight. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Well, it we shouldn't. I mean, you, you they should it be should, judging everything the same. Does. Yeah. I know. I, I I'm not. I understand that it should, but I don't. I mean, this. I mean, if if consider what we're dealing with here. If Bogle does look for consistency here. <laughs> if Bogle does it to A Ray, right? So A Ray's 18th, cleans out Bogle for 17th, then Bogle waits for him and does that for, for after a you know I lap down and, do, and gets A Ray back. Well, who has worked up to 16th at this point? I still think he's getting disqualified. Yeah, you just got to come the, the lapper thing. Yeah, and, and uh, we were debating it with some people today on text over like, yeah, but you know, Barsha started it, so that's what you get. And I totally agree with that. I, I, I'm never pumped on the the guy who retaliates gets the by far worst penalty because I'm like, but what are you supposed to do? You only have one defense out there, and you have to if you if you can't defend yourself when somebody starts it, what are you supposed to do? But, but that is superseded by. You just can't have lap riders doing this. You yeah, just can't. Because, and I think they need to have a hard and fast rule. Because yeah. I think the point you're making here, Steve, is, okay, apparently the Barsha block pass was egregious, was terrible. But I think what you're getting at here, Steve, is like maybe the next time someone doesn't get block passed that badly yeah. and they still do this. Yeah, you and, just have to erase it. You in, cannot do that. You cannot in, do it. In your mind, a pass of like uh, uh, of, 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 uh, of Mark, Marvin on um, Mookie, um, which I felt was okay and fine. Um, in your mind, you feel like that's what Barsha did to Brayton, and you wait a lap and take him out. Like what? You and you ruin his race. I, I, you can't have that. So everyone needs to be like, hey, you're DQ'd. I mean, in the end, it only cost Bogle a position because he was, you know, he was off the bike for, I don't know, JT, like a minute, maybe, <laughs> like bent over trying to collect his thoughts of it what. It was a while. Yeah. What I just mean, happened you know, to him? It yeah. hurt his- foot or leg or something right um he and clearly he was very very pissed and, off afterwards and, as well and barsha got penalized the position but not for rough riding on bogle for pinning it beside the whoops after bogle knocked him down well and i i so. heard really? some uh yes. you know unconfirmed but it happened comments from bogle he was very very unhappy with justin barsha after the race so yeah i did i, did, uh, I caught up to him after the race for an interview oh yeah. you did okay oh yeah 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 so um, there was the interview we did, and then there was the part where we turned the recorder off. <laughs> but, uh, but, but I mean, Brayton was like, dude, 
it was bad. Basically, Barsha came off the finish, scrubbed, and went and pinned it to the exit. And if Bogle's yep. not there, Barsha's in the next lane. Or maybe right. he's getting nachos in the stands. You know? So, whew. Anyway, so Barsha never got fined for it, though. I'm, I'm, I get maybe he's a warning or something. I don't know. But, yeah, never nothing happened to Barsha. He got penalized one spot for speeding beside the whoops. But don't you, like, for, okay, so for me, what happened happened. You know, he salvaged. He didn't honestly lose all that much time or positions or whatever. But to me, part of that is why I don't ever consider Barsha to be in the championship fight because you don't do stuff like that. Like, why are you going to start drama with Justin Bogle, who's not in the championship at all? You know, like you just can't do things like that. You don't see Eli Tomac doing that. You don't see Cooper Webb doing that. You don't see Ken Roxon doing that. They, they, they can, it's not like they don't know how they just know that's, that's not a winning solution. Like that stuff will come back to bite you at some point. I, I just don't understand why he thinks that's going to work out. Well, I mean, he's never been any different, I guess, but yeah, I just don't think for a championship that that's going to, to really work out long-term. Yep. Yep. So that was a part of it. That was fun drama there going on. Um, you go to uh, the breaking news uh, that uh, myself and Mitch Kendra put together on Racer X. We turned the Bogle hit into a gif. And when you watch it over and over and over, it's just, yeah, great. He did not stall. He did not stall. He did not. Wow. Definitely strategically timed. Hey, Weege, you better be on your game this summer or someone's going to send out a tweet. So be on your game. That's all I'm saying. JT, the one time you went after someone as a lap rider, were you as mm-hmm. angry then as you were with the tweet or no? It was worse. Oh, I was way, way more angry then. Oh, I don't know. The tweet yeah, was pretty yeah, bad. Yeah. The tweet was pretty no, bad. No, no. In... in it came across much angrier yeah. than it was. I mean, I, I, my take was very strong, but it wasn't anger. Our, it was just more like, come on, man, you're, you're better than this. RC you, doesn't text me a lot, but I got one from him this morning. Oh, it's okay. I, and I'm fine with him being mad about it. Call, I, I, call off the dog. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have sent the tweet if I wasn't ready for, you know, some <laughs> sort of pushback. Right. But I felt yeah. like, like you can't, you're better than that. That's, that's really what it comes down to, that you are better than that call right there. Okay. Um, Marv 10th. Yeah. Uh, not good. He's got a, this, this will be interesting this weekend. He's got to really rebound from that for sure. Um, JB was back and, uh, we, um, you have something to say about this? Well, yes. Uh, how was the crowd at San Diego? Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Military appreciation night. Lots of fans. Yep. They're happy. They're happy to be back at the races. Yes. Yes. Good crowd. Now I went to Anaheim one. The crowd was awesome. I went to Oakland. The crowd was a little off. So we've had two races with huge crowds, mm-hmm. and then the middle race didn't, and Brayton did not participate in Oakland, and it had you know the smaller crowd. So I'm just, I'm just look, I'm just crunching the data here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Numbers don't lie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is you would think I'm biased, but I'm just this is just straight numbers. <laughs> these okay? are these are facts. These are facts. Um, I mean, I'm just looking at the stance. And when Brayton was not there, they were empty, and then he was back, and it was good. So he, I think it's open and shut. About half the race, he was like a second back of the Titanic, AP, Mookie, Ferrandis, Webb battle. He was right there for probably half the race. And then he went down. I didn't know that, but he went down. He lost front end um, after the whoops, sitting in, in the rhythm in the corner after the whoops. And then uh, and then he had to fight back up. And he got uh, he got Lewis's Phillip, Lewis Phillips' guy on the last lap. 
uh, Max Anstey. So, yeah. All yes, hard. Lewis and I have a budding rivalry here. Yep. We will be going after them and vice versa. It's uh, going to be good. Hey, we talked about Savachi last week. Speaking of Max Anstey, we talked about Savachi last week in that ACL. Well, uh, heard it in practice. Lined up for the uh, uh, heat race. Went down on the first turn, and that's it. So, Joey Savachi will be out. And we talked about how potentially he could ride all year with it, without it. Um, and, yeah, well, we got our answer. So, bummer for Joey Savachi for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Anstey 12, McElrath 3 or 13. Dino had a clutch problem right off the start. Um, never really got going. Bike not working well for him. Uh, Hartraff 15. Oldenburg 16. Didn't notice Oldenburg much. He was way – I know he's dead last early, so that's, that's all right. Uh, 22nd to 16th. Uh, Chiz, Chiz is going to Chiz. The LCQ win. See you later. Just That's what he does. That's what Chiz does. Uh, Hill, 18. Brees, 19. Do you have Brees in fantasy, JT? I did not. Oh. I, I, uh, I did not pick him. That's I, a, it's a roller coaster. Went a little safe. Um, he, he was just a little risky. I, I killed in fantasy, but I did not pick Brees. Uh, Troll Train, 20. Adam, it was good. Thank you, Brees. Yep. Troll Train, 20. Freddy, uh, 21. Our guy, A-Ray, uh, kind of cruising along in the LCQ, not really into it. Catches fire a little bit, passes his buddy Cade. Gets up to Freddie because Freddie and someone tangled. Starling, Breeze, somebody. Uh, Freddie fell by himself. No, but they they slowed up because uh, uh, something oh, okay. like so, they got he got slowed up. So A Ray made up time. Freddie falls, gets up. A, a- Ray, uh, they show this on TV. I haven't watched the LCQ yet. Did they show this on TV? Either. Uh, I don't know. It's all blurred. Okay, so Freddie Freddie gets yeah. up right in front of Alex. There's about a lap and a half left. And it's Freddie, and Alex is a pretty good rider. And A-Ray immediately tries to make a pass that he had zero chance of pulling off and eats shit. Like, what <laughs> What are you doing, A-Ray? It's, it was the turn um, uh, in, in right field, the right-hander, where they would go two, two, or, or three on and one off um, before, the, uh, before the triple. That turn. Um, and and he, A-Ray just went straight, hit Freddie, Exploded like a landmine went off, and Freddie took off. You're just like, what are you doing, dude? You got a lap and a half. Oh, A Ray. Jeez. Oh, uh, I did not realize. I guess I didn't see it because I did not realize he was that close. Yeah. To it yeah. Yeah. He was. He was. But uh, and Freddie makes another main. Twenty-one for Freddie. Good job for Fast Freddie. So, um, anything else? Maybe the crowds are for Freddie. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. He missed round two. He wasn't too. there for COVID. Also, round yep. two. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So, uh, anything else for 450s? Uh, it was interesting uh, during that report about these guys racing each other since they were uh, nine years old on 65s. They showed the results of the Loretta 65 class, and they mentioned, wow, look at that, Landon Courier uh, won that title then. You, you wonder where these guys are now. And the second-place rider in that 65 class way back when was some guy named Blake Baggett, but they did not mention his name. Oh, poor Blake. He's just gone. Yeah. He's just gone. He just... He no longer, he just no longer exists. And wow. and my phone can back that up because multiple attempts, him and his dad, there's just the responses have completely gone cold. He he's just gone. Yep. <laughs> no one will do a where are they now with Blake Baggett. You just you just won't no, do. It. No, no. I, we had gone to the point where I would get a few LOLs every once in a while. I'm like, okay, he's alive. And then the the trail went cold last summer. And um, uh, Blake Baggett is gone. Everybody. Adam seen Cirillo? Anyone? Oh, jeez. JT? 
Seems we have a knee injury. Knee injury, so yeah, him. knee injury. I, I don't think he's going to race until he's 100%. So we might not see him for a little bit. Not a long time, but a little bit. Bummer. Yeah, Bum- it's not Savachi level, you're saying? No, no. Yeah. Not from what I gather. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, not not great. Um, they'll find out more this week. Um, but, yeah, not a good deal. And my wife shows up at the race, first race all year, wearing the AC9 shirt, you know, super fan. And then we got – and then she got, she got that. Really, really bummer. So, um, all right, so who's going to win this title? Who's winning this title? And you will be bound to Web. this. Web. You will be bound to this all year long. About to go to dinner with Cooper Webb. So I'm going to stick with my pick. Okay. Wow. Um, name dropping. I'm just name dropping. I was yeah. going right to say right over now. name dropping right Absolutely. Now. Right. Yep. Uh, give him some tips on the whoops. Is that the goal over dinner tonight? I don't think he wants my tips. No? Yeah. RC maybe. <laughs> oh. Not Webb. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. Unbelievable to attack Ricky like that. Just unbelievable. It was a little, it was a little aggressive. I walked it uh, back. I walked it back. Um, I, uh, I'm actually having Webb on the show tomorrow too. So. Nice. Uh, I like Tomac's chances. I really like how well Tomac has ridden. Um, it, it's better. Like, I picked Webb going into the season, as we all did. Uh, I've really been impressed with Tomac, and the fact that he's got the points this early is good, but it, nothing is enough to take me out of the picking Cooper Webb to win the title right now. Okay. Yeah. And obviously, Anderson and Sexton are flying, but um, See, I would go, we have a I, long I, track record. If I wasn't going Webb, I would go Tomac. Yeah, see, I'm still exactly. I'm still putting those two, even though Sexton and Anderson are riding better right now. You know, we got to see more. Um, just the track record of Tomac and Webb well, is well, so longstanding. You're both wrong. So. Oh. Yep. Oh. Yep. MC94. That's where. That's where you're at. What's that? Your MC94. Oh, that was 93. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, we we wondered on our preview shows when is the changing of the guard happening. And we, we, we know it's coming. We just don't know. Well, it's here now. So, Chase Sexton, your 450 Supercross champion. Nine wow. wins this year? He's oh, going to get nine? I, I don't know. I don't know how many. I'm not, I'm not pulling that's, a Kiefer. I mean, that's what it was. I'm not pulling a Kiefer. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, Jeremy had more than nine. I thought he won nine in 93. No, I think he had I think it was 10. I think it was 10 or it was 10. 11, yeah. yeah. So, that's where we're going? Not, not, 10 or, not nine or 10. No, not doing oh, that. Okay. But champion. All yeah. Right. Yeah, champion. Chase Sexton. All you need is what that I like one. Is I put enough theories and per, uh, uh, predictions out there, so regardless of who wins, I'm going to look good. My round yeah, three yeah. thing will be right. proven. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I pick Webb for the title, and, so I'm going to get that. And no, and no one's going back and pulling audio, so we're good. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. Fire Racing, Fire Racing, uh, uh, Race Rex Podcast. This 450 uh, review. We're going to do 250s next. Uh, thank you to Fly Racing, of course. Uh, Justin Brayton, Shane McElrath, Max Anstey, Zach Osborne. He just did a race and fly, so I don't know what he did—some desert race or some enduro race—but he did some race. So I'm claiming, I'm still claiming Zach Osborne, JT. I think it was maybe FTR, which is Florida Trail Riders. I think. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Yep. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web and uh, go to your local dealer and demand to see it. Thank you to Renthal and Maxis, Cobalinks as well. Uh, if you uh, are shorter of stature, if you uh, your wife or girlfriend rides. You have uh, anything from Aprilia to a Yamaha. These are lowering suspension links to help you uh, touch the ground a little more, gain some confidence, feel better on the motorcycle, and who doesn't want that, right? Uh, Cobalinks.com, called Pulpamex. They, uh, they're made in, up, up there in, uh, in uh, Chile, Idaho, and uh, Pulpamex gets you free shipping and a discount. Cobalinks.com, thank you to those guys for coming on board. And Motorsport, Phil Nicoletti, 
who strongly feels that that Bogle's DQ was wrong, uh, is a motorsport.com athlete, dedicated team of gearheads uh, waiting to help you out there. They got uh, street bike parts for guys like JT. They got UTV stuff for guys like Weege. They got dirt bike stuff for guys like me. Uh, Motorsport.com, free shipping on anything over 79 bucks there. And uh, if you have any issues or problems with Motorsport.com, just uh, shoot me an email. I'll help you out. I'll fix it up uh, from Motorsport.com. Give give them your business, your online business, and you won't regret it, man. Great company. Great guys. I ordered something on a Monday, and I got it on a Wednesday. It was amazing. So uh, thank you to Motorsport, uh, Maxis, Renthal, Cobalinks, and, of course, the big guys at Fly Racing and Weege. On X Off Road, up to now 550,000 miles of trails. I think it was 450 when we started the sponsorship. So it added 100,000 miles of trails. So nowhere to go. It's the number one off road GPS app. Way better than just trying to use Google Maps. Developed originally for hunting. So you know the accuracy is dead on. You can download the maps so you'll have them at your disposal, even if you don't have service on your phone. And you can leave notes and you can read other people's notes and uh, nowhere to go. Good for your dirt bike, good for a mountain bike, hiking, like I said, hunting. On X Off-Road in the App Store or on xmaps.com on the Internet. Could JT get on this mysterious street bike he has and use On X Maps to find a way around? I mean, roads seem fairly well mapped out uh, by other things, but I'm sure he could use On X Maps. I mean, JT, just a, we're learning a lot about the man. I wish, I wish On X Maps... Bike, then he attacks RC. Yeah, I wish On X Maps would, could stop people from tweeting. Wow. He, he knew the map to get to RC. He, he did. He had a map to get to his Twitter handle. Good God. Steve, Steve, the one to ask people to back it down on takes. <laughs> right? This is this No, is man. I, no, man. Have you noticed? Have you really noticed? Now, I got attacked by a, a nameless guy uh, last week, but for nothing that I actually said. Have you noticed, JT, in 2022, I'm more reasonable, more well thought out than ever before? No. Okay, well, screw you then. All right. Uh, all right, what, 250 class from, uh, from Monster Energy uh, Supercross in Petco Park. Um, we actually discussed, I believe, on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show, where Craig could finish if he fell in the first turn. And I think we said top five easy. Well, he got third. Um, <laughs> Hunter Lawrence uh, kind of caused the collision, came over, and uh, Shimoda down, Zombie down, Marchbanks down, Craig down. Uh, uh, Wageman down. I think Surratt was down. I think the whole solitaire team was down. And uh, yeah, big, big old collision. Uh, not good. And Craig gets third in a great ride. Uh, JT. Um, yeah, just I mean, look. Uh, he 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 went in. Eight, he went he went in dominant. Eight point lead. He left crashing in the first turn with a six point lead. It's all good still. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's great ride. It, it was very indicative and. I mean, he's, he's been riding well all season, right? So that didn't surprise me. I think the more impressive thing to me was the fact that everything went wrong in that start, you know, and it's, it would be very easy to freak out and panic in that moment and make it worse. And I've seen that over the years, I've seen guys get in a bad spot. They're way behind. They're, they're hitting the mental panic button, you know, like the championships coming unraveled, like, everything's going wrong and they make it worse. They get into, they make bad passes. They put themselves in precarious positions. They crash themselves. Yeah. He didn't do any of those things. He was patient. He focused on his lap times and just put in lap after lap after lap and let his pace bring him back to the front. And he was patient. He didn't force anything. 
when he got, you know, Vince Freezy was trying to hold his position and getting aggressive with him. He didn't fall into that trap. Um, I just thought he did everything right. And, and, and the composure and the poise was much more impressive to me than the riding, because I've been impressed with the riding for a while. Yeah. I was just curious to see how he would handle it if things went completely off the rails, and I thought he did a great job with that. Uh, Weege, I think he was third fastest out of everybody in the segment one in qualifying, which is the whoop segment. Third fastest <laughs> out of anybody. Yeah. He was the third fastest lap time out of everybody in the first first practice out there. Yeah. So pretty... Yeah, you're saying including 450s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, he uh, it was great, uh, amazing. No visor too, so good job. Yeah. Oh, it was a night of no visors. Yeah, it really it was, was. Bad night for visors all around. <laughs> bad night for visors. Um, yeah, uh, he it looked really bad at first because he kept looking down at the bike, and, yeah. and uh, he explained that he saw oil, and then he was just making sure that it was from someone else's bike. I think one of the solitaire bikes, as you said, the whole team was down there laying on top of his. Uh, so yeah, it had the presence of mind of like, Hey, I'm going to take four more seconds, which I'm sure feels like four hours yep. to stop and look and make sure my cases aren't cracked. So I don't die on a jump is, uh, is pretty cool. Uh, you guys really, everybody listening to this, you owe it to yourselves to go watch the 250 press conference. Cause we have now learned that if you get Moseman and either Lawrence brother in a press conference, it's going to be amazing. And people were trying to. Get some beef going between Craig and Lawrence. Like, did Lawrence cause it or not? And then Lawrence instantly was like, yeah, I just immediately turned left to try to take guys out. That's what I did. And he's like, I'm just trying to get a start myself. I didn't even know who was there. And then hilariously, amazingly, 15 minutes later, press conference is done. It's over. That TV guy is like, we're finished. We're good. And then Moseman is like, no, no, I have a story. The start was actually my fault. He's like, I had a good start, and I was on the outside, and I was like, I'm just going to the inside, and I, other guys hit me, and I looked it back at it, and I caused it. I've never heard a rider go out of his way to be like, wait, I'm not done. I want everybody to know it was my fault. He's like, I got a it's really like, sweet start, and I had to move over because I was on the outside. It's like getting Most off. Most of the like press get, conferences with Lawrence were great. It's like getting off at a trial, and, and then you, you get off, the court adjourned. And you're like, wait, Your Honor, wait, I really did yes. kill that chick. I really did. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now that the jury right, decided. right. Uh, the, the press conference is like performance art because the guys are all like, they're being sarcastic. So there's like, this is an IOU. No, that was an IOU. And they'd be like, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I, and I, I think Craig, Craig was like, everybody saw that I have heart and this should be scary for everybody else. Cause I just showed what I could do, you know, even on a bad night. And I, I literally, I literally could not tell him like who is sending messages here and who's just joking around <laughs> and who's actually being serious, but right. saying they're joking around. It had all of it. And all of it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so Moseman says it's his fault. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. Go. It looked to me like Hunter, but yeah, I didn't watch it that closely yet. Moseman um, was on the outside of Hunter. Yeah, right. And he moved over. Hunter's the one that hit Craig. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's racing. I, I'm not. When I say it's Hunter's fault, it's racing. It's first turn. You know. You know. Yeah, it's first turn crash. Right. Exactly. It's not like Osby. I mean, let's face it. It's not like Osby. Dallas. Oh, with Marty. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yep. You but, like Osby though? I really like Osby. Yeah, like okay. like what I'm seeing. Um, so yeah, Hunter Lawrence catches Moseman twice, can't get it done. Uh, what about that save in the whoops? Oh my God, you could see is yeah, his complete side plates, pretty gnarly. Um, and then uh, uh, um, Moseman wins, but I think JT like this is what Moseman needed. He needed to start. He needed to take off. He needed to do all that. I get it, but I think Hunter was a little faster. Caught him twice. Yeah, I think so. I think so, but it's also, I think, difficult to 
be the faster guy when you get out front. You know, Sexton did it in the 450. Kudos to him. But I, I think it's much easier to be the predator than the prey in that scenario um, because you, you really have something to focus on and chase in front of you where when you're winning, there's just a lot more pressure and it's harder to ride clean and aggressive and not think about what's going on behind you and not think about your first win and not think about what it's going to mean and all, all those things just creep in to your mind. It's really hard. And I, I think that was what was going on with Moseman the last lap or two where he let Hunter creep back in. Right. And Hunter almost got a chance to make a move. So, you know, I, I think Moseman would have been exactly the opposite if you flip-flopped him. If Hunter was out front, I think you would have seen Moseman be quicker than he was and be a little bit more aggressive in some sections. I just think that's the nature of it. Yeah, the lappers were really bad. Um, lapped up the seventh. I, yeah, they lapped up the seventh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could see, you know, Hunter got, you know, the, the worst of it there at the very end with Swole. But I, I think it was also Jackman Moseman. Uh, maybe at times you didn't see it. Yeah. But uh, I think they were both you know, dealing with that as much as they were dealing with going as fast as they could. So that didn't help. Yeah, I'm, with lappers and stuff, I'm usually like, hey, they affect both guys. I mean, sometimes it's not. Sometimes lappers are really bad. You know, there's no doubt. But, you know, like Hangtown that one year with that guy with Dunge. I mean, some, oh, yeah. some, sometimes it's yeah. really bad. But I don't know what you're talking about. But, but, but generally, to me, lappers affect you. They help you. They hurt you. It all washes in the end. Yeah, uh, I didn't see anything super egregious right, on right. that on that front this this time around. Anyway. Right, right. But good job for Moseman. Yeah, he he was in the Sexton category, wasn't he, Weege? We're just like, yeah, we're waiting. That's... Yeah, we're waiting. Yeah, yeah. And, and Hunter Lawrence, I think, is pretty smart. Um, first of all, he wants to win for himself. So I think he was super bummed because he didn't win. He wants to get maximum points. I think he's super bummed over that. But I think he's also smart enough to know, uh, you know, the longer you can keep a guy like Moseman from winning a race, Hunter's already done it. You know, the better off you're going to be, the less of a threat that guy's going to be. And I'm sure the 450 guys know that, too. They're all smart enough to know, like, the longer we can keep Sexton frustrated, the better it was going to be for us. So on both accounts, this could really change things. Because we all know Moseman has been capable the whole time. He just kept blowing yep. it. And yeah. who knows? He might not blow it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I still like yeah. Craig for the championship, though, and for more race wins. I don't know about you guys. Without a doubt. <laughs> okay, all right. Just yeah, checking. This, yeah. this, this didn't change that. Right, right. Uh, freeze fourth. Comments? Just what? It's just who he is. I, I don't. I don't. I don't really have anything negative to say. This is just who he is. Um, I didn't think he was out of line for himself. You know, if it was somebody else riding that defensively, I would maybe be like, "Man, that was that was weird." But that's just who he is. So I'm, I don't even really have a comment on it. <laughs> wow! Wow! Oh my god! What? Really thought you'd come. I mean, we've already got one example of you coming in hot. I thought it, when, in preparation. No, this, I, I'm. I mean, I'm, I would just expect it. You know, like whatever. I know I, he's gonna. He's going to. I didn't like instigate it. Instigate contact. I didn't he's like gonna it. Gonna do it every time. So. I didn't like it. It wasn't the last lap. It's like, what do you think he you're gonna? What, that's do you think? what he's always done his entire career. Well, well, what do you, well, I mean, if well, if that's gonna upset you, then you'd be upset every week. He doesn't. Sl it doesn't end up into things like that. He's been passed. <laughs> He's been Come past on, the first man. two. He's been fat past the first two rounds, and he hasn't done that. Uh, Did we, you not see him take Marchbanks out? I saw him move over uh, on Marchbanks, yeah, but not no, like, no. not like slow down and like look over and move Did over. Did you not see him knock Marchbanks off the track? Yes. Okay. Then I'm not sure what we're talking about. Do you think when he marked knocked Marchbanks off the track, he slowed down, looked over, and moved over and stopped? No, but it's. Right. I mean, it, it's just. A, a different variation of the same tactics that 
Vince always rides with. That's all. Well, so you, there's not a lot at this point that Vince can do to surprise me. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, the fact that it was too many laps to go, that's the real problem there because, like, you're you're not going to hold Craig off for that many laps riding like that. Like, there's just no, no, You think? <laughs> yes, you're not going to. So, to me, I look at it, I'm like, the only reason you would do it is maybe I knock him down, which you, you never want that to be someone's goal. And I, I just don't see how he's going to ride defensively and hold him off for four laps with that speed differential. Yeah. Unless you're like, maybe one of these times I hit his front wheel and he goes down. Yeah. And that's like, not good. Like, in my mind, I'm like, what's the plan here, man? What's the plan here? Same plan as always, lo- bro. Long race of still many laps left. What are you going to do, bro? He, he literally caught you from... Same plan as oh, always. Oh, here we go. All right, well... It is. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really calm. Like, I'm not trying to take shots at it. It's just the, it's the same. Like, there's no real difference to me. Uh, fourth for Vince, fifth for Schmoda, who was down in the first turn, just like Craig. Good job for Joe. He got Mumphy on the last lap. Uh, Mumphy was up front for a while, third, I think, for a bit, right? Wasn't Mumphy third? Um, I think. Yeah, he uh, was for, for quite a while. Yeah. I actually thought he was going to get a podium, and then I, I think he crashed at some point. Maybe he, he lost a ton of time. I don't think he crashed. I talked to Brooks okay. after. I didn't see him crash, and I talked to Brooks after, and he didn't mention that. So, okay. Um, he was way ahead of those guys, and then all of a sudden, Brooks, uh, maybe just the pace wasn't good. Or something Larry like was Larry was like, uh, I think he holds his breath. I think he gets a bit nervous. He gets a bit tight, holds his breath, and things go sideways. So um, Larry does? Okay. No, <laughs> Larry he probably does. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so I start. Did you listen to the interview, Weech? No, I didn't get podcast today. Okay, I so I listened. I went and talked to Brooks, and I'm like, "Hey, you want to do the interview about you know Schwartz and Mumford?" He's like, "Yeah, let's do it." And I'm like, "All right, here we are, Larry Brooks, uh, San Diego. What a ride for McGrath tonight, for Jeremy tonight. Just crushed it, absolutely. Just walked away with this main event. Larry's looking at me with the weirdest look, and I'm like, "That would just be like a typical San Diego interview for you, Brooks." Yeah. I, was just, I was just taking it back, like. So he didn't really. Oh, uh, I didn't really get man. it. Maybe it was a bad joke on my part, but he didn't get it. Well, he'll 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 be reminded soon when Sexton reels off seven or eight in a row. Thank you, thank you. He'll remember. Uh, yeah. Jalik seventh, just okay. Tough in the tough day in the whoops for Jalik. Tough day in the whoops. Um, but seventh, yeah. Um, first. Yeah, but I'll back. pump for him. I mean, dude, I yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Leaving Anaheim, you're like, oh, his season might be over. Well, he might not race Supercross. True, and I and you got to get on him. a backboard. Yeah. Tape down. Okay. All right. I'm the asshole now. Thanks, Weech. <laughs> well, to say seventh, 14 days later is good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thrasher was third, I think, and crashed. I know he crashed. I think he was third yep. when he went down. Uh, yeah, he was. B- he was. Bummer for Nate. Uh, Cole Thompson, ninth. Carson Brown, tenth. Did you pick Carson Brown, JT? I did not, nor will I. Okay. Uh, Dylan Walsh's starts are on point, man. So... I don't know who was telling they, me this. They have been for a long time. If you watched, uh, yeah. you know, MX2 over the years, he always gets good starts. So someone was telling me, and I don't remember this. Now, Dylan Walsh, to me, rode MX2, right? Yes, and MX250, yes. Oh, okay. So someone was telling me that there was some race where Walsh led Gumby Geyser for 25 minutes, Hurlings and Geyser. Uh, that's actually true. It wasn't 25 minutes, but he did lead. Uh, an MX1 race, okay. MXGP now, for okay, so, quite a while. All right, so this is where I was confused because I never remember Dylan Walsh riding MXGP. and this, did, yes. And this person was telling me this, and I'm like, what? Last year, uh, 2021 okay. season, he led for quite – it was pretty shocking, actually. He rode really well. He did fade quite a bit, yeah. but he, he was fast for a okay. while. All right, well, and the, block, the blocking was just next level. Okay. 
Um, so good job for Dylan Walsh. Uh, Zombie Blows was six in qualifying. Big whoops, so you knew he was going to do well. Uh, but then he went down in that first turn, and that was it. He said his front brake was a little jacked up. Derek Kelly, Weesh, did you uh, did you go with Derek Kelly in Pulp Mix Fantasy? Because literally the ten of us in the press box, all sitting by each other, all went with Derek Kelly. Oh, you did? Everybody did, yeah. I thought we had a pact. When he's 10th fastest or whatever, I think the pack goes out the window. The pack held. I, I feel like even when he was 10th or 11th, previous races, you guys were like, I, I, Oakland. Wasn't he fast again in Oakland? I couldn't pick After him in the Oakland. disaster that was Anaheim? Well, I couldn't pick him in Oakland, so I wasn't probably talking about him. I don't know. I caved. I'll just tell you straight up. Uh, that lap time was just shaking its ass at me, and I just completely caved and just smashed smashed the Derek Kelly button on my iPhone and never looked back. And what Amazing a ride for him. Hey, and JT, what a ride in the heat for us. Oh, unbelievable. Unbe- what a comeback. Yeah. What a comeback. What a I mean, ride. You want to talk about, you know, a maximum heart rate. I was pushing every bit of 200 during the heart rate sitting in the stands. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't put the tweet out to RC during that heat. But um, we, he was like 14th. I, I know, but like I mean, um, I'm I'm not too far removed from like the verbal attacks on your fantasy pod from a couple weeks ago of just like destroying yeah. this guy. Right. So you're the experts. I heard that. I couldn't sign up. I couldn't sign up for the Derek Kelly button, and it cost me dearly because man, he killed it on fantasy. Congrats to you, Derek. He did. I, so I I did like the fact that I you know I, I I've been harsh on Derek Kelly. I feel like it's been somewhat deserved. His rate his results in the main events have not been good after really strong afternoons. And then he made it the main event. I tweeted that I never doubted him, and he retweeted it before the main event. So I was very happy about that. I liked right. the, the engagement and the interaction there. Do you All think right. he knows anything else other than that tweet? Absolutely, yes. He would have. He didn't even know it was about him. I didn't even put his name in the tweet, and he retweeted it. Oh. No, but what I'm saying is, do you think that they uh, that he knows anything about past fantasy shows? Of course, I, I did not tag him in the tweet. I didn't put his name in the tweet. It wasn't at him. It was just a tweet that said I never doubted him. Yeah, but you're not. And he retweeted it. Yeah, I, I get that. But do you think that? But he, why, of course, he knows. Why would he? Why would he retweet something that has nothing to do with him if he didn't know? Because he's just stoked that he's got a fan in Jason Thomas. He just thinks he's got this. He did it, but he? Do you understand that he doesn't? There was no inclination other than him being in on it that. The tweet was about him. You didn't say Derek Kelly. I never no, doubted him. The I didn't tweet say was literally, I never doubted him. And he knew you meant him. Yes. There was no mention of him. There was no <laughs> tag on him. I didn't tweet That's at impressive. him. I didn't reply to him. I just said, I never doubted him, to be honest. And he retweeted it. He knew he was very much in When you this. said didn't tag him, I thought you meant like at Derek Kelly. No, no, no. There was no, there was um, no mention of him. By he the way, just, I'm, in, I'm in the middle of a group text right now where A-Ray and Fast Freddy are sorting everything out. So, <laughs> Freddie said, "Thanks for the text, the pre, the 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 the, uh, uh, the sorry text. I'm all for aggressive racing, but that was a little rough. We're all good. Just don't do that again." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. A Ray and Freddie settling their beef. They're good. Uh, so, good job, Derek Kelly. Um, and Blos Wageman came from way back. Surratt did too, as well. March Banks had a bike problem. We, I don't, you, you know those guys better than I do. I think they pulled him off instead of. He was smoking bad. Yeah, but I don't think he crashed or 
hurt himself. Or... No, I, I just saw I just saw him pull off. I think yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I think it, it... I never saw him stop or have an issue, and then he was just gone. I think that, yeah, I think the team just said, "Hey, pull in here." So uh, tough start for March Max. He's 11th in the points right now. Like definitely not oh. Weege. When when you were you were there when I was there, if you said, "Hey, man, you guys are going to be 11th after after three rounds," that's well. He was a lap away from a podium at the opener, and yep. this is round three. Like, wow, yeah, that changed. Life comes but, at you. Uh, life comes at you fast. <laughs> Freezy on the inside comes at you fast. Um, Rod Bell, Rod Bell was back. I guess he was supposed to ride east. I heard, but then the team had no oh, what riders. The heck, yeah, the I team, was. Yeah, I, I literally went back and looked at all the results and entries from the first two rounds. <laughs> and I'm like, where is he? I don't. I, don't, I, I was so confused. Yeah, so the winter of Rod Bell has begun. Qualified 32nd and then won the LCQ. Yeah, Rod Bell. Wow. So I have a little update on March Banks. I'm actually watching the main event, and he's in the mechanics area talking to his mechanic, and he looks like he's in a little bit of pain here. So Oh, okay. I think maybe there there's more to it than It looks like he was using his mechanics to like hold yeah, himself he, up, right? He's he definitely his arm not around his having mechanic. a great, yeah. great time here. Bodner's over there talking to so, him. Right. Something's up there. I saw him I'm walk out of these guys up this late, but I yeah. saw him walk out of the pits after the race. So he's alive and walking. If that, yeah, he was yeah. standing there, but yeah. he didn't look like he right. just pulled off. Like something happened. Right, right. Okay, so yeah, so maybe the the bike was smoking though, for the record. Yes, yes. absolutely, it was. Yeah. So, um, all right, Woodcock makes it in again, featured on Racer X. Privateer profile this week and uh, Privateer Island Pod. Woodcock. I wonder which one's better. We'll have to do a little shootout. Aaron Hansel versus yourself. Who did the better interview? No, I did. Hundred yeah. percent. Oh, okay. He, uh, his story about getting paralyzed in Houston is scary, man. Gnarly. Like it took him a month. Had no feeling. Just nothing. A month. A month. Wow. Yeah, and 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 then got everything back and racing. Like you just. He said the. His the bottom of his feet are still numb. His toes are cold. Uh, he can't feel crap. his. He can't feel his. Uh, was it brake or shift? I don't remember which one. Brake or shifter. He brake. I think he has to run a little higher because so he doesn't have. He has better feel on it. But dude, man, that's crazy. Yeah, that's Woodcock, yeah. man, really, really cool. So, and, yeah, and, and he's riding good. And Dylan Schwartz is just more like Doug Henry. Everybody. <sighs> I went shorts on fantasy. He he had. I just thought I was playing the playing the odds. I was like, one of these weeks he's gonna be he's gonna get it together. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it was not this week. It wasn't. No, he, he just can't get the soupy stuff down. Just like Doug Henry. Okay. Okay. All right. Two fifty Supercross main event winner multiple times. Led to points. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Basically started the four stroke revolution. I'm doing it for you, Weege. So. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So just again, we'll wrap this thing up. Fly Racing Racer X uh, um, San Diego review. You both of you got into it with Mike Genova at the opener. Now JT sending off tweets to the series lead announcer, and it's only three rounds in. Like, what are you two? What else is you? I didn't really get into it with him. I was just yeah, taking but, it. Yeah, but you. I didn't, I didn't really say much. Oh, with Genova. Honest. Oh, with Genova. Yeah. 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 Wow. I don't know, man. Both of you guys seem to be a bit of a loose cannon this year to start. I mean, I made the mistake of a political rant on this show last week, and uh, suddenly uh, anything I have to say about motocross and supercross, uh, some people don't want to hear it. Um, it's weird how it turned negative. Almost like they think they know what my political stance is, and then that bleeds over into how they feel about things that have nothing to do with politics, like racing. <laughs> it's almost like that. It's almost like that. 
Oh, I love it. Missing the point yeah. of it totally. But, yeah, you two are off to a fantastic start, stirring the pot weekly here. So, um, Weege, when are you coming back? you're just cruising. I mean, you haven't had any real heat with anybody so far this year. Well, I mean, not, nothing deserved. I okay. Mu- yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, only, you only that. the biggest drama in the sport so far. I, <laughs> I must have blocked 150 people. <laughs> I swear to God. I I I I must have blocked so ma- I don't even know. Instagram algorithm must be like what is go- what is this guy doing? What what is going yeah. on with this guy? Cuz yeah, dude, I was getting some you know. Well, I probably got about 20. I would say 20. Uh, I mean nothing nothing yeah, like you. Yeah. Not, not that yeah, like you. I I just was like block 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 block. So anyways, yeah, it's pretty pretty nuts. So JT, you had people coming after you as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they knew why they were coming after me. I don't even think they knew anything about what happened, because neither did I, to be honest. I don't know why these people were coming after me. I don't know why Jared Stanky was coming after me. Uh, but, yeah, they were, I mean, just, you know, making stupid jokes, and, and they were just kind of piling on. So I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You're blocked. <laughs> you compared, him to, a, you, you compared him to a guy who's made multiple 450 main events. Right. Like, with, with his own unique branding. How, how dare you? Right, show me the why. Like I don't. I don't know what you. I'm fine. Like, and that's the whole thing. Like, if if he's mad that I compared him to Adam Insignap, who I think's done a great job of making a name for himself, if that's what made you mad, that's fine. I'll double down on it. Like, I think there are a lot of similarities there. Like, I don't have any problem, and it's not meant as an insult at all. So whatever. Like, if that's if that's what it was for, then no problem. Yep. Well, good job, guys. Let me know what you're going to do this week. Uh, all right. Uh, where are we going this week? Anaheim 2. Man, series has been great. The series has been great. Um, I'm excited. It's really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Still a lot to show, a lot to prove. This is awesome. Well, we, got, we got three wins in the 450 class already, so we're, we're getting up there. Three winners. Yeah, I know, but we've had, I don't know, we've, we've had it before. It, like I, I say this every week, it doesn't seem possible that this could settle down when you look at this field and, and how it's going. But it will. But somehow it freaking does. <laughs> but we haven't even got, like, my neither of my top two for the title haven't won yet, right? <laughs> so that's that's going to be at least five. Right, and I was thinking that heavily because I also have a YouTube video saying, you know, Five guys are going to win. That's the way it usually turns out. Maybe six. So, and I'm like, wait, so Tomac and Webb are going to win, right? That's almost inevitable. That's five right there. Is but, no one else going to win? But who's and I'm your, like, what but, about Ferrandis? What about Plessinger? What about Mookie? Barsha? Yeah, I don't know, though. I could see those five winning, and that's it. I know. It's definitely possible. Yeah. Yep. I think, I think Mookie is a stretch because he's never won. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take the right situation. I think AP, the same. Yep. Uh, Barsha, more likely, clearly, you know, history would tell us that, but yeah, yeah I don't think we get past, I, I don't think we're going to get past six. How about that? Yeah. Think- it's just the way it goes. It's it. And that's my point. Like you can easily name eight guys that almost seem impossible. They wouldn't win. And then at the end of the year, you'd be like, cause let's just say it goes like this. Sexton and Sexton and Anderson were the best two guys, right? Like you could just, it could just turn out that way. And then, you know, two guys start splitting all the rest of the race wins. Thank and you. then there's not much left for everybody else. It's how it goes. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. What? On the Sexton thing. Yeah. Because that's. I, what, you know, I'm just saying. takes credit for things oh, that have nothing to do yes. with. Like, why are you taking credit for that? Why are you yeah. sending threatening tweets to the series announcer? I mean, that's the bigger <laughs> question. I, I feel like it was deserved. 
<laughs> threatening? Who's threatening? I, I felt like it was threatening. There, there were no, uh, certainly not. Threatening all is, caps. is almost all caps. punishable by law. All caps, you're yelling um, at him. It was aggressive. Overly aggressive, I'll give you that. Threatening, no. Come on. Threatening? It's 2022, man. <laughs> Threat, threatening is definitely not the case. Weege, when are you coming back? Glendale, triple. Yeah, I don't know. I was kicking around even. Uh, I was kicking around even at home too. So don't don't count oh, it out. Wow. Yet. Okay. All right. Sweet. Don't well, count it out. Glendale, yep. triple crown. I mean, dude, that track, triple crown format. I mean, take my yeah. money. Take my money. Yeah, I wanted to catch the fever for that one, but uh, I did. The airline game has been quite, quite a puzzle to play this year. Oh, is Alleg- uh, is Allegiant quite is Allegiant quite expensive? <laughs> it's like some weeks the flights are dirt cheap. And uh, then some weeks there aren't even flights, so it's it's a you, tough game to play. Do you know? What, do you want to know what those guys have been doing? The airlines. So they track when Wygant searches Charlotte to Glendale or Phoenix. Oh, okay. They track okay. that. If you go yep. on it again the next day, they're like, "Oh, Jason Wygant looks like he needs to go to Glendale." Well, let's jack that price up a little bit. You search it again. Oh, look at now, Jason Wygant really must need to go to Glendale. Let's add a few dollars more. This is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah, JT, have you read about this? Uh, I have not. I yeah. know there are definitely algorithms, but I don't yeah. I don't know that it's that targeted. Yep. But yeah. Yeah, I read something about well, it. Well, see, that's where they blew it because I am saying you've got to make me a deal that's going to make me want to buy this flight. Not like if I needed to go desperately, for sure, no matter what, I would have just bought it. Okay. Duh. Yeah. You wow. got to give me that deal. And the reason, by the way, people are like, why are you not booking flights at events? Because. The, the whole problem we had was going into this season, we didn't know as media what we would be allowed to do at these races. So I only, I'm only i like, I'm going to go to the first two, and if it's uh, Salt Lake City 2020 style, and literally the rule is do not talk to anybody else besides Mathis, I mean, I'm not flying a race for that. But uh, well, actually, it's been pretty good. I don't, so, I don't agree with that because yeah. I booked all my flights through Daytona. So, you know, but yeah, hey, whatever. Yeah, but we did not know going in Anaheim. One, I didn't know, but people, I still booked. We would be I, allowed to do. I still booked my races. I still booked my travel to go to the dirt bike races. So yeah, good for you. <laughs> Racer X is represented. We have we have people there. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's saying yeah. they're not. No, nobody's saying they're not. Yeah, we're we're doing an excellent job, Kellen uh, Brower, Aaron out, Hansel. Good job, boys. Shout out to JT before we go for getting my mom a coffee at like six a.m. this morning, running to Starbucks for her to get her a coffee in San Diego. Good job. That was Jason. just. Just before, uh, just before the oh, assault the, on Ricky Carmichael. Oh, okay, yesterday. all right. Just before, wow, Starbucks. Yeah, so uh, my mom came down to a race, and uh, yeah, she seemed to enjoy it. So she met, um, wow, she met a lot of people. So who did she say she was impressed with? What a class act! Class act. Oh no, she said that she saw Justin Brayton on Friday in the hotel, and she said he's kind of a big deal. Isn't he? He's a big yeah. he's a big deal or something like that. I mean, look <laughs> at the numbers. Yeah. Well, look at the time. numbers. Mm-hmm. You know who's got the longest uh, winless drought right now going? Justin Brayton. Oh, of like winning and not winning another. Yeah. Oh. Unless you want to count Hill, which I'm not really sure That's how you do that. Point. That's a good How point. do you count Hill though when he's still going on thirteen years? Yeah, but he's quit for five or six. He's a main I, event I, guy. I, I think I don't he know. has a record. Brayton's good. I don't know how you count that, but yeah, Kellen Brower. Main event guy. Okay, Kellen Brower brought that up about Hill, and I'm like, oh shit, Minneapolis, whatever year that was. 
So oh eight oh eight. Yeah. So uh, yeah. uh but, I knocked myself out in that main event. Fun fun facts. What's what happened? Knocked myself out in that main event. Just a little trivia for you. Mm. Oh. Yeah, wow. Like, don't even remember. Do you, don't even remember. Uh, I I remember. Yeah, Nick Way landed on my head. I crashed <laughs> right in front of him, and he landed on my head. That's all. I, I do remember. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you probably deserved Ow. it. Probably. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, appreciate it. Anything else about San Diego? We're moving on. That's it. We're on to Anaheim, too. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Thanks to the sponsors. Weege, JT. Thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. This has been the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. Thanks for listening and supporting our partners.